Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Passion and Purpose podcast. Jordan here with Jimmy. Jimmy, great to be back together Yeah, in the war room, uh, podcasting. <laughs> We've got a lot on tap for this fall. Yes. God continues to lead and to speak in, in really uh, fantastic ways. Yeah. But we also have a lot to catch up on yep. from this past summer. I've been able to be with you and a few of the items that you're going to hit on. And just mm-hmm. in those small amounts... I've been really blown away. Yeah, you and we've both been encouraged. You're like, this is amazing. And if this yes. is God, God's doing this in this little pocket, what is He doing? You know, all around uh, the yeah. world. So why don't you take us in for our listeners? Yeah, like, hey, what has He been doing this summer? Sure, what's been going on? Yeah, well, you know, I think the big thing that I would just say to everybody is that God is speaking more um, consistently and more profoundly than at any time in my life. That's what I would, and and that may be saying a lot. I mean, I've known the Lord for 40 years, and just the abundance of God trying to communicate with His people Mm -hmm. um, because He is at work everywhere we go, right? right? The big deal is not whether God's at work, are we opening our ears and opening our eyes? So um, we had talked about, uh, today's a little bit of review, but I want you to hang on all the way through the podcast because we're going to introduce what we're going to be doing for several weeks that I think is going to be a game changer really for what God's wanting to do in all of our lives and so I don't want you to miss that. So hey just to take you through a little bit um, we had uh, our youngest son get married. Awesome. Uh, Daniel uh, married Kendall Wood who is now Kendall Seibert and um, you know what I would say to that the, the only reason I bring that up is the the scripture the description first John said I have no greater joy than to see my sons or my children mm-hmm. walking in the truth. Right. And I mean, uh, that this brings me to tears, mm. you know, because uh, God has been so, so gracious to us. Oh. And each of our children who are married have chosen spouses who love Jesus right. first and foremost, right. who uh, love the Word of God, who love the mission of God, who mm. love the church, mm. who want to be a part of what God's doing. Right. And for us, uh, uh, you know, we jokingly say, and like us, and they like Laura and I too. So, uh, <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> yeah, so that was a huge celebration and, you know, a culmination of 23 years of intercession mm-hmm. and prayer. Right. So I want, want to rejoice with that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing. Well, then we then from there, actually, a couple of our kids, but also what we call our spiritual children through the years and spiritual co-labors. And we had about 30 of us that went to England, mm-hmm. um, Wales, and, and Wales to kind of redig the ancient wells of revival. Mm. Now, there's a big one, right? Right. Right. When we talk about redigging wells, um, you know, that comes from the Old Testament where mm-hmm. uh, the Abraham's guys would go along, they would redig a well and they would make water and the people of the land would get upset. And so they'd give it to them and then they would redig another well, right. redig another well. But this redigging of the wells thing was always finding uh, again the water of life mm. that flowed before and asking for it to flow again. Amen. 
So uh, I'll, I just, again, this just to briefly run you through it, if you've never heard of Evan Roberts, you want to Google Evan Roberts and the Welsh Revival. Right. We went to his little place where the Spirit of God fell, where he leaned over a chair after 13 years of praying, praying every day from 13 years old to 26 years old. He leaned over the chair in the, at the end of the service and began to cry out, Bend us, O God. Mm. Bend us, O God, mm. bend me, O God. And the Spirit of God came in like a tsunami wave wow. and filled that little place in such a way that over the eight, next 18 months, 100,000 people came to the Lord wow. in Wales. The jails emptied because there was no crime in the streets. Wow. And people began to take the fire of that and go all over the world. Mm. It would be one of the igniters for what's called the Azusa Street Revival, 1906 in Los Angeles that eventually would cause the Pentecostal and charismatic movement around the whole world. Wow. <laughs> okay, do it again, Lord. Yes. So we were there in that little place, and here's what was amazing about it. It was a little place. Mm -hmm. That little place where that, that moment happened probably seated about 70 people. Their larger auditorium that eventually was built, probably four or 500 were seated there. Mm -hmm. But it was this little place in this little town that ignited something that changes the world. So, Amazing. so many times hmm. we feel little, we feel small, we feel insignificant. Does it really matter what I do? Right. Listen, um, at, Jesus was from Nazareth, by the way, right? right. Jesus, uh, Jesus literally became a small in the world's eyes so that he could relate to all of us who right. feel the same way. Right. Uh, but by the Holy Spirit, you mm -hmm. literally can change the world mm -hmm. when you're fully bent and fully his. Wow. wow. So we went through there. We went to uh, another place, a guy named Reese Howes, and who interceded through World War II. If you know the Battle of Dunkirk, they had visions and dreams about it and prayed their way all the way through it. The saving of those 100,000 men was not only the partnership, if you've seen the movie or know the history, but it was the intercession of these right. saints that literally pulled us through World War II. We went to that spot and that place where they, mm -hmm. they pray. Um, and I could say so many other things, but I just want to fast forward to one other experience we had. A handful of us got to go into British Parliament. And here's another name you might want to Google, mm -hmm. Nathaniel Way, W-E-I. He is uh, in the House of Lords, which would be like our Senate or Congress mm -hmm. um, in England. And we had an opportunity to spend some time with him. Mm. And he shared what God had been sharing with him about the way forward for the Western world. Wow. Small topic. Wow. Uh, and um, just stunning stuff. And I had found, I found that he has shared that he's been to DC and visits in okay. America, sharing some of these thoughts. But he's a godly man who loves God, who uh, really is saying, God, would you use me as a voice to give a way forward? Mm. And at the end of that, kind of 40 minutes of him sharing another one of our friends had had a dream the night before and read off a piece of paper the exact topics that he had been sharing on <laughs> so it was it was one of those moments where you realize okay no matter what happens in this crazy world god has we we, we like to think god has a plan for me Right, God has a plan for my little friends to love God, but I just want you to know God has a plan for the nations. Yes. He He is beyond us, right. 
right? He's the ultimate chess player. He's one move ahead. Mm. He's one move ahead for Europe. He's one move ahead for the United States. He's one move ahead for Asia. Now, men and women have to respond to God. We have to humble ourselves, repent and pray. Second mm. Chronicles 7.14 is still conditional. Mm. But as far as does God have a plan yes. to rescue nations and to create a way forward in our broken world? Absolutely. Right. And I got a little window to sit mm. with some of his friends, uh, God's friends, and hear some of these pieces that were so profound that, again, I hesitate to even share them right. because they're so um, precious to God, I would say. Mm. And, and uh, we'll see as things go on. But remember, for all of us, God always has hope. Right. And he always has a good plan right. if man partners and participates. Mm -hmm. So no matter how stunning our time in British Parliament was and how hope-filled it was, if, if we as a nation or the nations of the earth or we as the church don't humble ourselves and pray, mm -hmm. then that very good word that God has for us, we won't see come sure. to pass. That's a lot of theology for another day. That's great. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that, that, that England trip was just powerful. It was mm -hmm. sweet. And um, again, back to that redigging the wells of revival, stirred again, right. not just like this hoping, oh God, would you come and visit us and we feel tingly again, but spirit of the living God, right. you want to shape right. the world for mm -hmm. your glory. You want to make a way forward. Right. And it's been done over and over and over again throughout history. And we can be a part of yeah, that. Do it so again. very encouraged. Um, you want me to keep going? Well, yeah. So maybe do a brief pause. So if, if I'm a listener, I'm, I'm already filled with hope. Good. Because I'm reminded this, yeah. that you know, the deception that all of us can fall into so easily, it, it's all about me. Yeah. It's all about mine. And so what I'm hearing from you, no, God loves you 100%, yeah. Yeah. wants you to participate in all this, yeah. but it's much bigger. Yes. We're talking multi-gen. We're talking multi through the centuries. That actually helps me have more biome. Like, I'm so glad that it's bigger than me, yeah. but that I still am invited in. So I just want to give that brief pause. Now, I, I know that you also, uh, that wasn't the only nation you went to yep. recently. Right. So yep. tell us about that. Yeah. So I went to Colombia. Um, and we are just uh, responding to a strong word from the Lord for us to look back into Central and South America. God, how do we need to reconnect to what God's doing? Okay. So, uh, of course, we always say, Lord, what are you already doing? Right. Let us go join you. Right. And there's a dear, uh, uh, now dear friends of ours, but one of our dear friends in the movement, Jose Rodriguez, he is the nephew of uh, pastors uh, Rodrigo and Patricia. Oh, um, um, Rodriguez in uh, Bogota, Colombia. And so they pastor uh, probably the largest church in Colombia, yeah. very influential all throughout South America. Great people, love Jesus, mm. and they're in revival. They're moving in the power of God, and awesome. they invited us to be a part of their services. They ministered to us and prayed for us and, and loved us. Uh, and then what we did is we kind of went out to the streets and just shared the gospel to try to engage the community. Mm. Okay. So I'll share I'll share a couple of fun stories. So the 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 right before I left, I've had Venezuela on my heart because mm. God is moving and wanting to move not just in individuals but restore that nation. Right. Whenever you see something falling apart, remember that mm. God has a plan right. to put it back together. Right. So uh, right before I left, uh, you were with me, Jordan. We stopped by to see a friend and. Uh, 
And she said, where are you going? So I'm going to Columbia. And she said, well, I was praying this morning. God said it was about Venezuela. <laughs> and and you know, I love that. Right. This is so encouraging. Oh, awesome. So I put faith in my heart. Right. So um, anyway, um, so uh, we're walking in this park just sharing the gospel with people. And there's a group of guys who are like DoorDash guys. They got little boxes on the back of their motorcycle. Right. They're just waiting for calls. Mm-hmm. And while they're waiting, you know, what would... You do sit around, they're playing dice, put money in the middle, whoever gets the lowest <laughs> dice gets the money. And I walk by and I have this thought in my mind of this story of the casting of lots, uh-huh. right? And I, I feel like the Lord says, I want you to use that story to share, share with these guys. We'll say, well, how do I get in with them? And I get the thought in my mind and that I'm going to get a dollar's worth of change and play roll dice with them. Yes. yes. So and again, if that bothers you, just kind of get over it because it, it, it works out fine in the end. <laughs> So, I, so I sit. So I sit down and I start rolling dice. I put my money in. I roll dice. I win the first five in a row. <laughs> and they are, they are like, what is going on? So I'm laughing with them and I said, hey, I did, there's not these same dice, man. Um, but it gets their attention and right. and we have a good laugh about it. Uh, and then uh, next ten rolls, you know, it kind of evened out. I want a couple. They want a couple. That kind of thing. So after about 15 rolls, I felt like the Lord says it's time. So I said, hey, guys, can I tell you all a story? Well, we've already built rapport. One dollar of change. Playing a game with them. And now here we are. We've got rapport. And um, and so I said, hey, you guys have known about Jesus. Of course, Catholicism, They, but they don't know Jesus. Mm. So I said, I know you know about Jesus, but let me tell you a story said there was this guy that betrayed Jesus. It was terrible, mm-hmm. right? That's what sent him to the cross. And uh, But as you, if you know the story, he rose from the dead and he appeared again. Mm-hmm. And then right before he left, um, there was a missing gap in the, in his, like he had 11 disciples and there was supposed to be 12. Mm-hmm. So Jesus ascends to the Father and then he says there's a missing gap. And the guys think about, well, how are we going to find out who the next apostle is going to be? So right. they roll the dice and got, it lands on this guy named Matthias, right? Uh-huh. So so the, uh, so I tell him the story and I said, God had them roll the dice to pick the right person. Wow. And can I just tell you, God picked you. And he picked you, and he picked you, and he picked you. The dice has been rolled, and he picked you. What did I say? And and everybody gave their life to the Lord. Yes. Six, six guys all bowed their heads, prayed wow. the prayer with me, wow. called on the name of Jesus because they were picked by God. So God That's uses God. a dice gambling game. game to get to the hearts of these young men. And then I said, where are you guys from? And they said, Venezuela. They weren't in Colombia. Yes. <laughs> They, they were in Colombia, Venezuelans. Okay. Had another chance to lead a Venezuelan family to the Lord, a couple other. I, I, uh, the, beauty of the, in the, uh, the beauty of God is mm. I got to lead, I think, about 12 uh, Venezuelans to the Lord, but I shared the Lord with other people. No sure. Colombians came to the Lord. Wow. The trip was about Colombia, of course, but right. it was about Venezuelans' right. hearts. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's, that's way cool. Yes, yeah, so we had a great team with us, and we're looking for uh, to, to long-term uh, uh, work there. Uh, then uh, just kind of keep bopping along because yeah. we're almost to the yeah, end of the yeah, summer yeah. here. Uh, then the next weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, went to Washington D.C. Okay. and um, with Clarence and Alicia Hill. And can I just I just wanted to give a shout out, Norman. You guys are so blessed to have oh, Clarence 100%. and Alicia Hill leading you guys, and we had such a blast doing mm-hmm. this parenting conference. 
for uh, for the DC guys. And um, you know what the beautiful thing was it was that that we never knew them till just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But we are they're so like hearted, so like minded. Mm-hmm. We raised our kids exactly the same way. Wow. So we did four sections of parenting, but we literally were finishing each other's sentences. Wow. And so they got the benefit of the unity of right. two couples walking together, right. unified around the scripture, trained right. our kids in the same way. Mm. And we have the joy of having tight families wow. as a result of it. Wow. So it was just it was just such a joy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, um, again, I couldn't commend to people more, uh, Clarence and Alicia Hill, wow. um, uh, there in Norman. Now I could say a lot about that, but I had another divine appointment. Okay. So one of the things I do is I always pray, God, you have people all over the city. I'm sure there's somebody right. I need to connect with, whether they're unsaved or saved or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, m- uh, my son works on the hill, and so we went over to the Senate and had um, lunch with him. The cafeteria it was a great little time, uh-huh. and then we're walking out by the Senate building, and I hear this. Jimmy Seibert, Jimmy Seibert, is that you? And I and I turn around, and it's uh, one of the one of the lead guys for the Capitol Police, and he steps out, and his name is Damon, and he said, "Do you remember me?" And I'm recognizing his face, and it's Damon, and I know it's, and it had been 15 years, so he had uh, gone into the service right out of high school. Okay. And um, fin- did his stint in Afghanistan, served the, our country sacrificially, uh, worked a lot with special forces, that kind of thing. Came to Baylor, did Baylor, and was with us for years. Okay. And then went into the federal side, okay. and he's, I've been working with the Capitol Police for the last 15 years. Wow. But, uh, and, and I think Damon would not mind me sharing this, but... You know, just kind of the PTSD stuff of his job and what he's done. And I just, my heart always goes out to guys who have served us all sacrificially. And he said, I'm not mad at God and I'm not mad at the church. I just pulled back Mm. trying to regroup here. They said, I've been listening to your sermons. I've Mm. been... I've been reconnecting with you guys. I said, wow. we have a church here in D.C. And my my son-in-law works right down the street. And my son works right next to you. I mean, literally the building right. you guard. And um, and so been able to connect those guys together. And he had, he was just literally in the guardhouse. He was just reading his Bible. Uh, praying. Yeah, right before he saw me, just kind of praying, God, I need to reconnect. That's amazing. You're, so you're, you're, you're saying... Lord, if there's anyone to connect to, he's saying, Lord, I need to connect. Yeah. Isn't that great? I love it. I love this Uh, stuff. This is great. This, this, I just want to say to anybody who's bored with Christianity, you're not living it. (laughs) You need to pray for divine appointments. Right. Give God the opportunity to Mm. use you and engage. Right. Right? Right. Just sharing the gospel alone. On a daily basis, we'll introduce you to people you never mm. would have seen who need God. Right. And you don't have to do anything fancy. Just say, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Is there any mm. way I could pray for you? Is there anything you need from God right now in your right. life? These right. are not hard intros. Right. And just see what God might do uh, because people are out there uh, everywhere. So, hey, lastly, um, uh, the other thing I've been working on is just a group of videos that I've done to try to capture what God's saying. Mm-hmm. And this is where I want to put in the big plug for where we're going to go the next several weeks. Okay. There is um, 
this great scripture in First Chronicles twelve thirty two, where they're going through all the tribes of Israel, and it says this about this kind of smaller tribe, this kind of sidebar tribe. Mm-hmm. It says, the sons of Issachar understood the times mm-hmm. and knew what to do. Okay, both. Whoa! Wow. The sons of Israel, they were wiser than the other tribes because mm-hmm. they understood the times that they were living in right. and they knew what to do or right. to, how to help Israel do what they needed to do right. in this time and in this hour. Mm-hmm. So this next series, and I, man, I just want to encourage everybody to dial in with us because mm-hmm. uh, these are such unique times in history. As I started off, God's speaking more than I have ever experienced yeah. in my life. But when God's speaking that much and that boldly, it mm-hmm. means that we need it. Right. So we want to be, and podcast friends, we want to be like the sons of Issachar right. who understand the times we're living in and mm-hmm. not just pontificate about what's going on, mm-hmm. but then know what to do, right. have actionables uh, to do it. Right. So my one of my first actionables was to send these videos out on the Queen Mary on what I call the World War III one, that's gotten the most amount of interest. How to prepare for 2025, World War III dreams. Mm-hmm. You might wanna listen to that one. Mm-hmm. And then how we believe the Antioch Movement were to wrap that into a five-year movement, five-year um, um, response uh-huh. uh, that started in 21, that'll end at the end of 2025. A video about that, and then our current what is going on now, the boiler room, this prayer, worship, and intercession. So I know there's a lot there, but it's under this big banner, understanding the times and knowing what to do. And what we're going to do is we're going to just unpack over these next podcasts, what's the big story of God historically? What's the now story of God for His people? Mm -hmm. And what are we supposed to be doing in response and preparation for the shaking that has been going on Mm -hmm. but remember it's kind of like the eye of the storm right now it's shaken a little bit Uh but the shaking is going to increase and that is not a fearful thing that is a faith-filled thing for the people of God because we're going to be ready because we're not going to be ignorant Mm -hmm. of those who didn't see the times or acted as nothing was happening we are going to understand the times we're going to prepare and be ready Mm -hmm. and uh, obey the Lord so that we get to be Again, those rescue boats, right. those rescue people, uh, and we get to carry not only our own families through the journey, but we get to be the arms and uh, the, the arms of Jesus in this unique hour. So that's what I wanted to wrap up with. Right. These videos, I think Jordan, uh, uh, guy behind the camera, Jordan uh, Brown, I think we can just tag those, right? Okay. All right. So, J.O., wrap us up. Tell me what you're getting out of this conversation. Yep. What are you encouraged about? What's, um, a, what's, a, what's a go item I'm encouraged about all for of today? <laughs> there's, zero, there's zero items I'm not encouraged by. <laughs> okay. the, the word that's popping in my head is retrofit. Mm. And for some of our listeners, they recognize, oh, that's the Queen Mary yeah. word concept sure. of retrofit. Just briefly, retrofitting more of a, a luxury cruise liner into mm. a, a war vessel right. or just you know ready for mission. Right. And so I, I think my wrap-up as I listen, is coming out of summer. My kids started school today. Yeah. And so Christy and I, we did our little marriage vision retreat this last weekend. We feel like we have a plan. We've sought God, and now it's time to go and execute and implement right. that plan. So for all of our listeners, either A, hey, you haven't, you're not in the Sons of Issachar deal. So great. So take some time to understand the times. 
Yeah. Or if you've, you're like, okay, here, the word of the Lord, I feel fairly clear. I've, I am uh, aligned with my whatever church body that I'm a part of, and yeah. now it's time to go yeah. and implement. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that we're entering this next phase season of the podcast in that way, because as really as a team, yeah. we get to march forward. Amen. So here it is, Pastor Purpose Podcast, Understanding the Times and Knowing What to Do. Right. Um, session one starts next week. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.